A long time ago, in a distant land, there lived a wealthy Jewish dealer in precious stones and coins whose name was Yaakov. He was very well known for being honest and fair in all of his business dealings, but he was known mostly for his kindness and his good deeds. His house was always open to anyone who was in need. No one ever left hungry or empty-handed. Before Yuntif, he would buy clothing for children and food for the families who were in need. Yaakov kept up this custom for many years and became well-known for his kindness. There came a time when Yaakov's business fortunes changed. All of Yaakov's ventures, which had been previously so successful, turned into failures. And when Pesach came, he realized he was no longer able to do all of the good things that he was accustomed to do. He was not going to be able to buy shoes for the children and matzah and wine and fish to give to families for their yuntif needs. He was so upset to think that many families were relying on him for a happy Pesach. He began to think to himself, what have I done to come to this state? Was I taking too much pride in my good deeds? Maybe I wasn't humble enough to realize that I'm just Hashem's messenger to help poor people. Maybe Hashem is simply testing my faith. Well, decided Yaakov, even though I'm not really in a position to do so, I will go about my regular preparations for Pesach, even if I have to borrow the money. Since no one in town knew about his business difficulties, he was able to borrow as much as he needed. A nagging thought struck him. How will you repay the debt? But Yaakov pushed that thought away. Hashem will provide, he said with complete confidence. After all, would Hashem give us the wonderful yantif of Pesach and not give us what we need to celebrate it properly? few weeks before Pesach, Yaakov was walking through the marketplace one day, buying shoes and clothes for children. He suddenly heard a loud voice, Gather round, gather round, the king's messengers have an important message. The king's most precious gem has been stolen from the royal treasury. The one who will help discover the thief and recover the gem will be richly rewarded by the king himself. Yaakov heard this and thought, here's my chance. I'm going to go to the king and offer him my services. I'm a dealer in precious gems. Maybe I can find out what happened to the king's gem. So he did. He went straight to the palace and announced himself as a jeweler. Your majesty, my name is Yaakov. I'm a dealer in precious stones with contacts all over the world. I am confident that with help from above, I will be able to recover your majesty's gem. Please, Yaakov, go ahead, said the king. If you are successful, you will be richly rewarded. 
Thank you, Your Majesty. I'll begin immediately. Um, but I will need a certain amount of money in advance to carry out my investigation. Your Majesty, would you be willing to give me part of the reward now? How much would you need? asked the king. So Yaakov quickly added up in his mind the money he would need for Pesach to buy shoes and clothes and matzahs and wine and fish. And he mentioned that sum to the king. Now, the king had actually heard about Yaakov's reputation as an honest businessman. So he replied, Yaakov, I will gladly give you that amount. And believe me, it's only part of the reward you will receive when you discover the thief. Royal treasurer, give this man the money he requests. So Yaakov left the palace a happy man. Hashem had answered his prayers. Once again, he would be able to take care of all the poor and needy who looked to him for Pesach, and he wouldn't owe anybody any money that he would struggle to repay. But then, a strange voice spoke up in his head, a voice that we all know. What if you don't discover the thief? You will forfeit your head to the king. Take the money back to the king now, before it's too late. But Yaakov strengthened himself and silenced that voice. No, Hashem will not let me down. It's Pesach, Zman Chedusenu. One night, a few weeks later, the air was clear and fresh and fragrant with the smell of new flowers. A full moon was shining in the sky, and the king decided to take a drive through the streets of his city in his royal carriage. On the way back to the palace, the king asked the driver to go through the Jewish section. It was late at night, almost midnight, and the king noticed a large, brightly lit home on the main street. Whose house is that? asked the king. That's the house of the wealthy gem dealer, Yaakov, replied the servant. Well, why is it so brightly lit up at such a late hour? asked the king. I'm not sure, your majesty. Perhaps the master of the house is celebrating something. Yes, said the king, and I think we will surprise him by joining in the celebration. The carriage stopped, and the king stepped down and walked to the door, accompanied by several guards. As he approached the door, he could hear the sound of many voices singing. He tried the outside door. It was not locked. He opened it just a little bit and listened. The chorus of voices that reached his ears was in a language that was not familiar to him. But then suddenly he heard a word sung very loudly that he did recognize. Aha, said the king. That's what Yaakov is celebrating. He closed the door and returned to his carriage. Back to the palace as quickly as you can, ordered the king. No sooner did the king arrive at the palace than he sent his bodyguard to fetch his prime minister. Bring him here at once. Pull him out of his bed if necessary, but bring him to me at once. After a short while, the bodyguard returned with his prime minister, pale and trembling. You, said the king, you thief! I know you stole my precious gem. Confess, or I will have them chop off your head. 
The Prime Minister fell to his knees. Oh, your Majesty, please, I, I, I don't know what came over me. I, I couldn't resist the temptation. I, I just meant to borrow it. My, my wife just wanted to see it. I, I, here, your Majesty, I, I brought it back with me. He fumbled in his robe and pulled out the gleaming gem. Take the gem, said the king to his servant, and take this man to the dungeon. As the prime minister was led away, the king gazed at the precious stone which he had planned to put in his crown. He was filled with joy and with deep gratitude to Yaakov, the gem dealer. The next morning, the king sent his royal carriage to bring Yaakov to the palace. Soon afterward, the carriage returned, but without Yaakov. The king's attendant explained that Yaakov begged the king's indulgence. It was a festival for the Jews, and Yaakov would be unable to ride in the royal carriage. However, he was walking to the palace and would soon appear before the king. All the way to the palace, Yaakov wondered, why has the king sent for me? Is he getting impatient and angry that I have not yet found the thief? Well, no, because he sent his carriage, but in any case, what will I tell the king when he asks me about the gem? Finally, Yaakov decided to leave everything in Hashem's hands. Surely, in this happy festival of our freedom, Zaman Cheruseinu, Hashem will not let me come to harm, he concluded. After all, last night was Leil Shimurim, the night of protection. He calmly and confidently walked to the palace. When he arrived, the king greeted him very warmly. Ah, Yaakov, I called you here to let you know that the gem is in my possession again. The thief has been caught and confessed and is now waiting for my decision. I'm so grateful to you, my dear friend Yaakov, for your detective work, and I'm ready to give you the rest of your reward. Yaakov was puzzled, and it showed on his face. So the king answered him, You're wondering how I found out about the thief before you told me, right? I will let you in on a little secret of my own. Last night, I went for a ride in my carriage through the capital city. We passed your house. I decided to drop in. I heard you singing, and as I came close, I heard you singing the thief's name. Dayenu. My prime minister's name is Dayenu. And you caught him, so you were singing his name in celebration. Now it all became clear to Yaakov, and he was so grateful to Hashem for directing the king's steps to his door at the very moment in the Seder when he and his guests were singing Dayenu. How wonderful are the ways of Ashkacha Protest, thought Yaakov. Well, my friend, what do you say? asked the king. Your Majesty, replied Yaakov, in all honesty, I must tell you it was not my clever detective work that discovered the thief. I hadn't done any work to discover the thief. You didn't hear me celebrating the discovery of the thief. You heard me celebrating the liberation of the Jewish people from Egyptian slavery and bondage. That song that you heard us sing last night, Your Majesty, said Yaakov, is one of the many beautiful hymns of praise we sing to Hashem for the many and countless favors he has bestowed on us. We say, if Hashem brought us out of Egypt, but he didn't divide the sea for us, Dayenu. If he divided the sea for us and he didn't lead us across on dry land, Dayenu. And so, Your Majesty, the song lists the miracles 
the liberation from Egypt, the crossing of the sea, the care that Hashem took of our people during the 40 years of wandering in the desert, the heavenly food, the Shabbos, Harsinai, bringing us to Eretz Yisrael, and even giving us a Beis HaMikdash. Each of these divine favors concludes with the word Dayenu. I wasn't saying your prime minister's name. I was just singing praises to Hashem. Ha, said the king. So that's what it was. Yes, your majesty, said Yaakov. So under the circumstances, I do not deserve your reward. It was just divine providence, Hashgacha Pratis, that revealed the name of the thief to you, your majesty. Well, Yaakov, your honesty matches your piety. If Hashem chose you to be his messenger to get my jewel back, you've earned your reward. I will have two bags filled with gold delivered to your house, and I appoint you as my jeweler to supply all the gems and jewelry that my family will require. And now, my dear Yaakov, go home, enjoy your holiday, but be sure to come back the day after your holiday ends. We have a lot to talk about. I need some additional gems for my new crown. Therefore, Yaakov was rewarded beyond his wildest dreams. His business fortunes ascended again, and he lived happily ever after in honor and riches. And Yaakov did not just sing Dayenu once a year, he sang Dayenu every day in everlasting gratitude to God Almighty, the source of all good things. Thank you.